3: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Running the Break with CJ and Alex. I am Alex Wong, and I'm here with CJ Toledano. CJ, how are you, man? How is being a
4: dad? Being a dad's great. I think my son was born the perfect time for a basketball fan. Like, literally, we brought him home from the hospital, and playoff basketball was on, or has been on every night. And so, I don't know how I'm going to break to him the difference between, like, regular season basketball And playoff basketball and how, you know, it's kind of just like these games matter. Also, I'm I'm trying to figure out a problem about talking to basketball to my son who's one month old. So yeah, that's how things are going. How about you?
3: Yeah, I love that. You know, I'm gonna spend the first five minutes here just doing a dad quiz with you. You know, we're gonna talk about (laughs) a lot of final stuff today. Jeff Hamilton jackets, favorite sneaker moments in the finals. But I wanna know, so like, have you picked up a pair of sneakers? for your newborn yet, like a pair. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Do you have a whole storage room? What's going on, man? Tell me the approach.
4: So I bought a bunch of people have gifted, like, I mean, just knowing me, I'm sure, you know, when people buy gifts for you, they're like, oh, we know Alex likes basketball or the Raptors or, you know, just like memorabilia. So like a lot of gifts were basketball sneakers for him. Then I was just like buying and just going on like, you know, consignment sites trying to buy the classics, stuff that I'm like, I know he's going to be able to wear them once or twice and then they go on a shelf. And so I think he's like he has about like 12 to 15 pairs, which is kind of embarrassing to say. But yeah, his collection is pretty deep and he can't even wear shoes yet.
3: At what age do you think he'll be allowed to listen to you podcasting?
4: well it's definitely he's gonna be yeah he's gonna to explain to his friends his uh mom and dad both podcast thankfully i think we're in an age where that is like somewhat normal you know
3: i feel like maybe like five years ago telling people that you podcast for a living like people raise eyebrows at yeah you feel like it's more normalized now I do feel like it's a little I think bit so. I feel like because everybody has a podcast now
4: well and that's what okay I'm not not just uh like toot our own horn but that was like part of focusing in on what the premise of this show was is like there's a lot of basketball podcasts out there and a lot of them kind of like focus on like who's winning or predictions but I'm like You know, I I know numbers and averages and all that stuff, but to me, it's not that fun anymore to just, like, predict and, like, you know, talk stats. So I'm, like, I'm glad we have, like, this kind of unique show.
3: Yeah, you know, on the first episode, I was making this whole joke because we were talking about Kobe and the vintage jerseys, and I think I made a Mm -hmm. joke about how, hey, you know, to the younger folks listening, the Lakers, like, used to be in the finals, used to win championships, I completely glossed over the fact that they won the title in the bubble. And I feel like me... And a lot of basketball fans kind of gloss over that. How how do you feel when people are just like, hey, man, the bubble championship just did not count?
4: That's absurd. I just think <laughs> people... And I, I know, I'm know i going to ask you the same question in a second here about the Raptors championship. But like... Oh, okay. If, okay. if you, you want don't get like this. the right. team... If you don't like the team who won a championship that certain year, you're going to find the reasons why it's invalid. People did it with Jordan's championships, you know? It's like uh yeah no one's gonna have a pure championship according to social media standards anymore unfortunately but I mean yeah how do you feel about like I I feel like the people will will say like the Warriors weren't at full strength I always
3: tell people I'm like yeah if Kevin Durant was healthy the Raptors probably wouldn't have won but it really doesn't matter because I've got all the championship merch in my closet (laughs) and whenever I go to Scotiabank Arena in Toronto I see the banner and I'll always be able to tell people that, you know, I was able to watch a championship run. And, and you know, it's different here in Toronto. You know, being a Lakers fan, you know, such a storied franchise and like mm-hmm. celebrated. And I mean, like, I was kind of a Lakers fan growing up too because I was a huge Shaq yeah. fan. Like, Shaq was my number one guy. And when he went from Orlando to LA, I kind of just followed him. And like, you remember these great teams. The oh, Nick yeah. Van Axel, Eddie Jones teams. Like, the ones that didn't even win the championship. Like, you know how cool those teams would be right now in this social media era?
4: Like, people are like, when they talk about Nick Van Exel, they're like, oh, that guy who's obsessed with iced coffee. I, <laughs> I love, like, when when young kids, like, like, who's Nick Van Exel? I'm like, you don't know Nick Van Exel? Nick the Quick, like, come on, man. And you see his highlights and, like, there was a different edition of the Showtime Lakers. Again, I almost feel like this is too much basketball talk up top, but I think it's a great segue into, you had said... When the Raptors won, it was like merch city for you. So I, I think we wanted to talk about up top here because we're currently in the finals. And what it means is like, for us at least, is what kind of merch are we getting? And, and we both have had our teams win in the last few years. So I thought we could kind of just talk about the history and just almost like the um, the process as to what merch or like how people celebrate outside of the trophy.
3: Yeah, for sure. So, so coming up after the break, let's talk all about that championship merch and NBA Finals tradition when it comes to the Jeff Hamilton jacket.
0: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pig six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co/pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com/promos.
2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.
4: All right. And we're back. Alex, you alluded to it. The Jeff Hamilton jacket. I just want to say up top, the more we talk about this, the more I'm sad I can't own one. And, I you know, they are available, but they are expensive. But let's take it back. I'm getting a little bit too far along. I think this tradition started in the 90s, right? For anyone who doesn't know what the Jeff Hamilton jacket, can you give them a brief like, catch up on that?
3: Yeah, sure. So, like, I think when you think about the greatest championship moments, you know, you think about players like Michael Jordan, like Shaquille O'Neal, like Kobe Bryant, all these players, if you think about those championship photos, those iconic photos in the locker room of them hugging the trophy, and you think about what they're wearing, you know, I think people can remember Kobe wearing this you know, giant leather jacket with all the Lakers championship Mm -hmm. patches and just a customized, basically the Jeff Hamilton jacket, you know, it's a celebration. It's a celebration and and it's something that you earn when you win the finals and you win the title. And for me, it's like synonymous really with the Larry
2: O'Brien trophy. People don't buy my jacket because they are cold. You don't buy a, a Rolex because you want to know what time it is. My name is Jeff Hamilton and I'm a clothing designer. I've done jackets for Nelson Mandela, Michael Jackson, Madonna, and some of the presidents. I've been blessed to be part of a lot of iconic moments in history. I tried to think of a way that I could keep my DNA as a designer without being too flashy and too eccentric. I came up with a concept that was kind of a varsity-type feeling, because even though you, I had players like Michael Jordan Magic that could handle some of the fancier designs. I realized I had George Michael and, and Dolce and Bill Russell. So I tried to create something that was one of a kind. I did a little bit
3: of research beforehand because for me, like I've always seen the Jeff Hamilton jacket, but I didn't really know the backstory. Like I didn't know that Jeff Hamilton was actually the creative director behind the first men's line for guest jeans. And like, that's how he started his career. And then he started designing his own leather jackets. And like you grew up in the 90s, CJ, like leather jackets were a thing. Like I remember leather jackets was a coveted item for me growing up. Do you remember that?
4: No, I mean it's the tr- it's like almost the trope of of a cool guy, you know. It's like oh, it owns a which is which is what which is
3: what the two of us are. But yeah, go on. yeah,
4: we're just like <laughs> we're just trying we really cool? hard. Yeah, <laughs> how do, oh, I? I'm not cool. I'm not like uh, you know, athletic or anything. So how can we like buy a really cool personality? And it was like to me the most straightforward thing is buy a leather jacket, pop the collar. And you describe Jeff Hamilton kind of like started in the '90s or, or sort of gained notoriety. The leather jacket. Uh, Yeah, it's a very 90s thing, but I think that's what kind of made this Jeff Hamilton NBA and like sports and pop culture type of jackets is that we've seen iterations of this and it's a very common place to see it all the way up until now in like the, the 2000s and, and you know we had just seen one a few years ago but it just it's not going away and it's really become a tradition to winning an NBA championship
3: and I think for anyone you know listening to this obviously being an audio platform like if you're still not sure what we're describing like just Google Jeff Hamilton jackets like you'll know right away you'll yeah. see the images the other one I'm thinking about too is when the All-Star weekend was here in Toronto in 2016 and Drake was seen courtside in a custom Jeff Hamilton jacket. Yep. And, you know, that being Kobe's last All-Star game, you know, it was customized to, to have kind of a farewell Mamba theme. And I think about it too, because at the All-Star weekend this season, that was the 75th anniversary celebration. And, you know, we remember all the guys coming out in these custom blazers with the 75th yeah. anniversary patch. And it brought me back to the 50th anniversary celebration in Cleveland when all the guys got custom Jeff Hamilton jackets in their own colors. And like, that was probably the coolest line of Jeff Hamilton jackets for me. Like, I don't know about you.
4: Yeah, so that moment was probably when I first was really sort of recognized that it was a thing, you know what I mean? That all-star game is probably my favorite all-star game. And it may be the most like memorable for a lot of us who came up in the 90s because yeah, you're celebrating the 50 greatest players. And so, like you said, everyone came out in their team colors. And I remember just being like, as a kid, I'm like, how do I get that jacket? And then- seeing more leather jackets like that come out and so i remember being at the all-star party or at an all-star party this year and then making that joke because they all came on the blazers i'm like but they're gonna get you know their jeff hamilton jacket right people are like what are you talking about and i'm like oh man i am a nerd about this stuff so it's forever stuck in my brain like when something big in the nba happens like championship you know celebrating players i'm like we gotta have a jacket
3: yeah and it's like spread across pop culture too because one of the things when you know I was reading about this too is when Michael Jordan won his last championship in '98. Everybody remembers the famous shot over Brian Russell. And yep. you know, apparently he had a cigar in hand and he had a champagne bottle in the locker room. And he actually told the photographers to wait until he got his Jeff Hamilton jacket before they started snapping the iconic photos. And over the years, like we've seen people like Muhammad Ali, we've seen Will Smith on yep. an episode of Fresh Prince where Jeff Hamilton jacket... And it's funny, like, thinking about this, because didn't... Wait, didn't Jadakiss... Because remember, like, there was the Versus earlier this year, and, like, it was Dipset versus the Locks, and then the Jadakiss was at the Garden, and he was trying to recreate, like, a championship moment in the locker room. And I swear they draped, like, a leather (laughs) jacket over him to, like, recreate, like, the Colby photo... And now I need to know if that was an actual Jeff Hamilton jacket, because otherwise it wasn't an authentic recreation.
4: I mean, I don't want to call out the wardrobe designer, but if it (laughs) wasn't, then. um, But yeah, it's like, yeah, when I go back and think about, yeah, I want to do it like if there was a 90s night, I would probably do like a Jeff Hamilton jacket if I could like rent one. But you were talking about how do we see this in sort of current day? And this one happened in that Toronto All-Star weekend. And why I think it's forever going to be like burned in our brains is that You know, there's iconic photos over NBA history and it was going to be Kobe's last all-star game, LeBron guarding him. And those should be the two things that you need to know about that photo. But it was Drake in the photo sort of like rooting them on. Again, (laughs) Drake just forever inserting himself into NBA history, which you're, again, you're very familiar with, wearing that jacket. And I'm like, man, uh, if I was Jeff Hamilton, I'd just be like, how do I do it? Every year I'm finding my way. Uh, and, and same with Drake. How do I do it? How do I always end up at the forefront of these big NBA moments? So I just love how that continues to show up in NBA moments over time.
3: Yeah, honestly, every photo you see of Drake at an NBA game feels like it's photoshopped. Like, how is yeah. how like how is this man there? And like, you're talking about that exact photo of LeBron guarding Kobe. LeBron, yeah. I think, was slapping the floor. Like, it was a real competitive moment. And and somehow, when you look at the official like Getty Images photo, like there's Drake. Like there's Drake standing, uh, kind of overshadowing these two generational players in his Jeff Hamilton jacket. I almost feel like because, like I think like, what is it? Like when you win the Super Bowl, there's the whole thing where, oh, like the MVP gets to go to like Disney World. And yeah, they have yeah. to say this whole thing. I almost feel like the NBA MVP, like you should get your own customized Jeff Hamilton yes. jacket. Like Like it should be just part of the presentation. Like, listen, yep. listen, the, the winning the championship, trust me, that's enough. I know. Every player would say that. Winning the finals MVP trophy, that's enough. But I feel like, especially because these guys love their merch, these guys love their one-of-one pieces, like, I, I feel like guys would work a bit harder. I feel like someone like PJ Tucker might go off for 40 points if he knew that this was part of the package. That's all I'm
4: saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That, that would be his, like, I took this personally, <laughs> yeah. was hearing that there was a, uh, a Jeff Hamilton jacket at stake here. That would be great. I mean, yeah, it's almost like, and especially with seeing the league, which I love, you know, they sort of embrace sort of the the intersection of culture and sport. Like, I think the, is it either this year or last year, the Larry O'Brien trophy comes in a Louis Vuitton suitcase,
3: is that <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's like, show to the NBA. Like, yo, yo, you got to send us a couple of those. You know, I just want to check know, out the material. I even just a
4: replica version. Uh, I just want
3: to be able to properly describe it on the show. You know, this is, this yeah, is work. we just yeah. need
4: to hold. Yeah, we need to touch <laughs> it. We need to, you know, this is a, an audio <laughs> thing. So we just need to be really descriptive.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, here to present the Larry O'Brien trophy.
4: But you know what I mean? That And so I think it's, you know, partnerships like that, I think are due to, you know, Jeff Hamilton, um, you know, and, and just like even player we'll, we'll get into later in the show, just how fashion and not just the game itself is what people are tuning in for. You know, there's so many different aspects to celebrate basketball and so many just like fans that, that span from, you know, all over pop culture, from celebs to musicians to artists and whatnot. And Jeff Hamilton was easily one of those early people really doing it.
3: Yeah, and you know, it does bring me to another thought too. And I think this is something that might be recurring for us as we start talking about different off-the-court trends. I know we want to talk a lot about vintage. We want to talk a lot about accessories. I always think because we all follow the same accounts. We see league fits. We see the tunnel photos. To me, it's like, I always look at the way athletes dress and the things that they wear. And I'm like, you know what? They can make that stuff look good. But average Joes like us could probably not pull it (laughs) off. And to me, like, the Jeff Hamilton jacket is, like, right on that scale. Yeah. Because I don't know about you. Like, I don't dress really flashy. And, you know, for me, like, if I owned a Jeff Hamilton jacket, I actually am not sure if I would ever pull it out of the closet because it just feels like such a special item. Like, am I yeah. just going to go out for drinks with my boys at a bar on a Wednesday <laughs> and just roll up in a Jeff Hamilton? Like, what am I doing with my life at that point? You know what I mean?
4: I have this conversation a lot with my, my sports fan friends is like, Yeah, I have pieces in my closet that I can't pull off in everyday life and I have like rules for them. So like authentic jerseys are tough to wear just to like work, you know, Mm -hmm. or like hanging out, like you said, at a bar. But I'm like, oh, I'm going to wear this authentic jersey to a game. You know, like Mm -hmm. I I will go to a few Lakers games. So I'll wear some authentics or whatever to that. Or if I was going to like all-star, I'd pack a few authentics to, you know, try to get those off because everyone there that I'm encountering is celebrating basketball. So it's not that crazy to go that way. Like, do you have any sort of, like rules or traditions for pulling off those crazy sort of pieces that you have?
3: Yeah, my rule is I don't do it. Um, And and (laughs) I end up just looking at them in the closet. No, like, you know, the jersey thing I think is a really interesting point because, I mean, I wouldn't say I own like a huge collection of jerseys, but I think over the years I've definitely accumulated, you know, champion jerseys growing up and, you know, some Raptors jerseys now. And and I'm kind of with you when you mentioned like the game environment, you know, when you're there, Mm -hmm. like say at a Lakers game, like, you're wearing a jersey, like you blend right in, right? Because that's yep. just like half the crowd. I've never felt comfortable wearing a jersey in like any other setting. Like unless like, I, I want to say yeah. if I'm watching sports or if I'm playing sports. Like if I'm yeah. if I'm going to play a pickup game, like yeah man, like you know, let me pull out my Derek Coleman Nets jersey, <laughs> you know, just to like strike up a convo with someone. But I'm not the type, like I've never, I've never just worn jerseys casually. Like, I yeah. don't know about you. I, f- I feel like you, I feel like you pulled out. I have.
4: So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I made an example as to when I don't do it, but I definitely do wear jerseys to work. But it can't be the obvious players. Like, we'll, we'll do a whole episode, I know, on champion jerseys and then also why I think the 2000s Nike swingman jerseys should be celebrated just as much. But, to me, my sort of approach to jerseys currently and how I like still buy them, uh, like in a vintage fashion is the more obscure the player, the better. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or the more obscure the like theme of the jersey is. So like I, I got a Rodman Lakers. I got like I'm trying to think of like the, maybe. The, I, OK, so I have a Jalen Rose script bulls throwback it's a nike Swingman. like to me not only is that such a I-, I love the design but also it's like everyone always remembers jalen rose as a pacer or a raptor but like remember when he did his little stint on the bulls um so i like those sort of elements and that's how i pulled that stuff off where people are like hey that looks tacky and i'm like you might think it's tacky but here's the history
3: yeah no i love that too because like i think on a fundamental level like when you're wearing a jersey you want it to be like eye-catching right like you actually yep. want someone to like come up to him, like kind of give you daps for it, and I think the coolest thing is if you're wearing a jersey and it's got the number of a really famous player, but it's actually not that player. Like it's yep. some, it's, it's it's like some role player, and they see it on the back, right? And I think like that's what you're trying to pull. And like, yeah, I'm with you, man. I think like since I mean, like I know you, I know you're an eBay legend um you know i feel like i feel like (laughs) it's been established like you know not just within this show but just like in your general life and and, like finding those words recently yeah yeah that's you know what tell the people a little bit about this award actually because like i don't know if you're proud of it or ashamed of it because i can't tell by the tone of your voice
4: um i secretly okay so something came in the mail a few months ago from ebay i mean i get packages from ebay all the time but like I got this package in the mail. It wasn't the shape of like a full sneaker box. I was like, I don't know what this is. And my wife opened it and she's like, eBay just sent you an award for like being a, a, sne- a customer for sneakers specifically. And it was like this ceramic plaque of a Jordan 1 sole. And she made, she like immediately went to the internet and like took a picture of it and posted it and made fun of me. And I'm like, don't make fun of me. But I actually really liked it. Like I want people to know, like I've I've been an OG. I mean, and the thing is, it came from my mom. She used to sling Louis Vuitton purses on eBay. And then she showed me how to uh, resell sneakers when I was in high school, which afforded me my sneakerhead habits in high school. But again, I think that's like a whole episode. But yeah, so like that was the beginnings of a... Just consignment addict, but all for jerseys, shoes, weird memorabilia. So, yeah, I don't even know how we got to this, but.
3: We, we always <laughs> end up, I, I swear, like every time we talk, we always end up back to your eBay award. Uh, I yeah. think I'm I'm just personally really proud of you for that. And like <laughs> this whole conversation is reminding me of, of this tweet that went viral recently. Someone was just oh like, yeah, all God. guys do is sit around and just name random athletes and yeah. I feel like that's what it's like when you collect jerseys as well. Yeah, it's like, hey man, like, have have you heard of Derek Coleman? Like, did you know Jalen Rose used to play? Like, he was on the Bulls for a little bit, and like, that's all guys do. Like, that that is yeah. really all we
2: do.
4: Wait, so you had said the whole like, you get the play, the number of an obvious player, and everyone's like, oh, is that a whatever uh, jersey? And you're like, uh, actually, it's a. What, so, what is your example? What's who's at the top <laughs> of your head? Because I have a good one.
3: So, mine is actually, so I have a number two Raptors jersey, and it's not Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard. It's Jalen Harris, who, who is a oh second-round draft pick from uh, 2020, and he's actually playing with Jay Cole now here oh in, uh, in the CEBL uh, here in Canada. Uh, what's your example?
4: Not obscure as that. I mean, geez, I don't know how you beat a second-round draft like With those jerseys, anyone who knows, there's probably like 50 of those made and only sold locally, so... I I mean, that's yeah. Kudos to you for having that.
3: Yeah. I literally spent all that money just so if I ever found myself in this position, I could like tell you the story and get kudos. <laughs> so like totally, you know, everybody listening You're do validated. not do what I do. Yeah. You're yeah. Validated you validated me. me but, but I want to hear I want to hear yours, though.
4: I, I just I got it recently. It's uh, Ray Allen. Thirty four bucks. Cause I mean, it's like, and I was kind of was like hoping. And there was my prediction that the bucks were going to win the finals this year. And I was like, Ooh, that's going to be my post is me wearing this purple uh, and silver 34 bucks Jersey. And then people were like, Whoa, I didn't know they made a throwback of that, but it's like, no Ray Allen. And that's a good one because I think no one, like Ray Allen is such a, you know, significant player, but people forget that he was on the bucks and he was number 34.
3: Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, not not to age ourselves, but like, yeah, a lot of people don't remember a lot of these players that we me and you personally grew up watching. No, I think that's a good spot for us to kind of take a break into the next segment because the finals isn't just about the Jeff Hamilton jacket, not just about the trophies. I can't I can't believe we've gone an episode and a half talking about finals and we still haven't gotten into sneakers, which I which I know is a huge passion of yours. So so when we come back, let's talk about some of our favorite finals sneaker moments.
0: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co/pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at slash promos
2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft.
3: All right, everyone. Welcome back to Running the Break with CJ and Alex. CJ, man, I think this segment is all yours. You know, I I don't want to say you know I don't want to say I'm trying to like you know run away from the grind here, but we're talking about (laughs) favorite sneaker moments in the NBA Finals. And obviously, you know, we know sneakers is a huge passion of yours. Probably more yours than mine, to be honest. Like you know, I I dabble in this. I've
4: seen some pictures. I mean, people follow you. The thing I don't and I want to ask you this, do you have a photographer or are you just is there, always a, <laughs> is there just like a team photographer around? You're like, hey, can you send me those files?
3: So, you know, I just want to shout out a lot of local photographers yeah. here in Toronto, including, uh, you know, Keyshawn Mystery, you know, Nelson Campana, uh, Charlie this, Lindsay. Whole process. No, this is, you know, <laughs> like, you know, when I'm covering games at the arena, you know, that I'm friends with everybody in the community you know, in the media and, and a lot of photographers working at these games know that, you know, I'm a cloud chaser. And, uh, you know, they know they know if I've got a nice pair of sneakers on that if if they don't take a photo of it, I will be requesting it. So, like, uh, we've established terms where, like, these guys know they better take a photo of me because otherwise I am going to hunt them down. So, like, you know, like... But that's... We, we have a, that, you know, it's a working relationship. I was relationship. just going
4: to say, that, that's the same thing of, like, what we're about to discuss here is, like, you recognize that... Getting to be on the court, even just for regular season games, are like that, that's important. I mean, that's like special. So you want to just, you don't want to just wear any old kicks. You know what I mean? And so, what more significant in NBA basketball than making the finals? So I think, like, you know, players, Yes, like they're locked into the game and like being ready and getting, you know, as much sleep and and diet. But they're also like, I'm pulling out these kicks. So that's why I'm like, I'm excited to sort of like shout out a few, shout out some of my favorites and and hear, you know, some that you really dug. I mean, Kwai kind of like made a splash a little bit with his new balances. But yeah, what were some of your favorites to start us off uh, big sneaker moments in, in finals history?
3: I have to start with one that's just like really personal to me and like I just for me like my first memory when I think about sneakers and finals has to be MJ's flu game and mm-hmm. you know when he wore the flu game 12s like that I remember as a kid just watching that game you know obviously goes without saying you know one of one of the most iconic finals performances you know of all time you talk about famous photos like we we're talking about Drake Photo bombing LeBron and Kobe earlier, like the famous photo of Scottie Pippen carrying MJ basically like off yep. the court, you know, after he put up his performance. And that was the first time I watched a game and I was like, I want a pair of those shoes. Yeah. And like, I want a pair of those shoes because of what he did in that game. Like it had nothing to do with, you know, the actual shoe. You know, people that know the, the flu game twelves, you know, it's got the red and black design. And, you know, it's, you know, to be honest, like, again, going back to the fact that we're average Joes, like, it's not a very easy shoe to, like, pull off in, in, like, everyday fashion. But, like, that's just a pair I've always wanted to own. And, you know, I, I asked my dad, you know, I was a young kid at the time. And you know he came through with a pair nice, and I was stunned in those. I played ball in those, I played yeah. on the high school basketball team in those, and they'll never take those moments away from me so like for me, that's the one moment I'm sure you have a bunch too. I want to hear yours c j
4: no real quick, just about that is that no one knew Jordan was gonna have that big a moment in those shoes and so I think like after that, it kind of was like moment like sneakers don't make the moments, the moments make the sneakers. And so mm. like those were called the flu games. Then we got so many shoes, you know, after that were not known by their colorways. It was known by the moment that was made in them. And so like that actually leads to one of my favorite final sneakers. And those are the Reebok answer fours mm. that uh, Iverson stepped over Tyloo in the 2001 NBA Finals. Iverson bothered by Lu. Sure. Yes. Oh. How about that? Seven... steps over to Ron Lowe. Seven straight points by Iverson. Looked like he was dead in the water. And those, I remember seeing that because like I was, you know, I always had been a Nike guy, like a Nike loyalist since I was younger. Like that's how, you know, the 90s were all about, you know, Jordans and Nikes. Even like I had Pippins back then too. And I never, ever got a pair of sneakers that weren't Nike until Iversons. And so I remember like i think iverson really captured that playoffs and then he came out and he wore those answer fours and all these pe colorways and anyone who's listening doesn't know what a pe is player exclusive so that means made specifically for that player and there were all these colorways that weren't released and then that moment happened it's iconic moment iconic photo of him stepping over tyloo and you're like this is this is awesome this is like What a badass moment. And it's just frozen. I just would stare right at the shoes. I'm like, man, I wish I could get those. And they only just came out last year. And what did Reebok name them? The answer for stepovers. You know what I mean? So like they knew what they were doing. In that moment, they're just a black and white pair of Iversons, you know? But like they were sought after because of the moment that was made in them.
3: I love that because I do like the Iverson Reebok line. But for me, like when you bring up that shoe, like that shoe only matters because Of what he did in them. Mm -hmm. Like like I think otherwise you know that's not a colorway. And that's not a sneaker that you you see people talk about. Maybe as much as like the classic Jordans. Or you know the classic Lebrons or the classic Kobe's. And you know it it brings me to it, it does like. I think the whole like moment making the sneaker. Is like such a thing to me that feels like it is such a fabric of just like basketball history. Yeah. Because when you're able to capture those photos and those videos. Like you're not just looking at the acrobatic play or you know what the guy is doing. Like it's the whole it's the whole photo. It's the whole fit, right? It's the jersey, it's the sneaker. Yeah. And like even moving off like finals real quickly. Like you like you talking about Iverson made me think about Vince Carter at the dunk contest. Oh yeah. You know, he was he was in between shoe deals and he was wearing the And1 Thai cheese.
4: Legendary. And like,
3: I remember, uh, yeah, I remember just being such a geek. Like, you know, when when I think n one release re released those like a couple of years ago, and it was just such a coveted shoe for me.
0: Everybody knows, you know, it's it's gonna be hard to win a dunk contest with Vince Carter. In it. It, that that first dunk was unbelievable. Well, tell you about that. Well, I, I've tried it before, but you know, that was just in, around the guys, and you know, and they weren't as clean. But this time, I think I got the height. Yeah, the spin and all the other stuff. I mean, I just put, basically, I put two dunks together, and yeah, man, it's it feels good. It, it feels good. Um, Actually, I
2: mean, how do you feel
0: to be to be in me the shoes
5: off, Vince Carter? I don't
0: know. A... Right now, it feels good. Yeah. It feels good. I mean, the things I've accomplished in two years, a lot of guys it takes a while to accomplish. So I'm I'm truly honored. Totally. I mean, I, I I don't take none of this for granted.
3: And and I remember just like wanting that shoe really bad. And, like, I felt like nobody else cared because for me, like, you know, being from Toronto and, like, that slam dunk moment, like, that's just the moment for me. And, you know, you talk about finals, too. Like, yeah, like, there's so many of these sneakers that, like, the moments just made them, right? Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah, no, I mean, just to go back on those Tai Chi's, it's so funny and it just puts in perspective how far along sneaker technology has come because I remember when those (laughs) shoes that came out, and people and kids were like, Oh my God, they're both white and red, like half white, half red. I gotta get these. And man, it was like, and one was on the map because of the mixtapes and street ball culture. But then the greatest, I don't think it's been dethroned the greatest slam dunk contest ever. And Vince Carter wore those. And I, they just recently came back out and they're like retail price. They're not like 90, but they're 135 bucks. I think. And I seriously, a person who just had a kid and cannot buy any more sneakers, considered buying those. But like, that's how, again, to me, and like, if I was explain that to my wife, This is how I explain to my wife is exactly how I'm explaining my passion for it on this podcast. Like, you don't know. I was at home and I was watching, you know, the slam dunk contest with my family. And I, you know, and my wife's like, I don't care. Like, you have student loans and we have to pay for our our son (laughs) to go to school. So that's how important like these moments and sneakers have become in my life.
3: Yeah, I feel like your wife has just accepted everything because, like, after the <laughs> yeah. eBay award comes in the mail, like, I feel like anything goes. Yeah, like, yeah. you really don't got to explain yourself at that point, you know? And I think the finals, like, one of the things that we know about the finals too is there's a lot of off days. Yeah. There's a lot of off days in between games because we got a lot of international media, a lot of coverage, all of this stuff. It's a whole spectacle that gets spread out over a week and a half, two weeks. And, you know, my other one of my other favorite memories is just, like, when LeBron was on his way ma- making, like, eight straight finals, just him randomly busting out, like, LeBrons that people had not seen before yeah. in, like, ages. And I remember he wore, like, a pair of the Stewie Griffin, like, the family guy LeBrons, like, just at a practice. Yeah. And, like, I've always wondered, like, I-, I wish I could sit down with LeBron and go through all these sneaker moments with him because I want to say that was one of those series where I think... They were down like 2 0, 3 0 to like Kevin Durant and the Warriors. And it's like, did you just wear those? So then, you know, you know, Pull we could focus. get a news item. Yeah. That's not yeah, that's not about the game. Or, you know, not about the fact that, you know, J.R. Smith wasn't aware that it was a tie <laughs> game. You know, anyways, we don't we don't need to get into that. But like for, for me, it's just like I love when athletes just like use those off days in the finals to just like flex.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah, the one moment I was going to, I mean, it's a whole, like, section, of think, of this discussion is P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker, I, I think we all, and any sneakerhead out there who also follows basketball knew P.J. Tucker making the finals last year meant we were just going to see some of the craziest pairs of shoes. And so one of those moments that's attached to, like, those off days in practice, uh, as we all know, Buck's sons last year. And so the one of the best trolls you can do with a sneaker is uh pj tucker wore devin booker kobe PEs in practice which is just such a because they're one i thought like you know hard to get but also just so specifically a shot at booker and like they they're friends but they i think even like up until a few months ago booker was like you don't have the stuff that i have and then pj w- took that as a challenge and then continues to like take pictures of his shoes and send it to Booker to shut him up, which is, you know, it, like that's the fun of it all. You can do so much with a pair of sneakers and say so much. I think it's just a, a lifelong exception. Like, you know, all my life i always done it. Something
0: um, I've just done all my life, like like literally all my life, you know? He's the shoe guru, the shoe rule, the shoe guru, awesome. yeah. If there were no Instagram, if there were no video cameras at game, I would still change shoes and do it every single day.
2: I have one pair of sneakers in my whole closet. (laughs) So how many do you
0: have? Honestly, Jeff, I have no idea how many pairs of shoes I have. I honestly don't. Uh, Over the years, I've collected so many pairs. So I have no idea.
3: Yeah, and I think like you're talking about PJ too. And it does make me think of too, like he's pulled out like Kevin Durant sneakers. (laughs) Like even KD has no idea like where he got them from. And like I remember like I did a story. I did a story maybe like three four years ago where I did talk to PJ about all this stuff and like I'm not gonna lie you know it reminds me a lot of you CJ like he was just like yeah man I just go online and like I do my searches and like I'll have people reach out to me and like there's always a right price I think is what he said like there's always a right price for everything and yeah no it it, it would just be ridiculous to just be his teammate because like we have seen those locker room photos of the way he stacks up his sneakers and You know, for me, like, I respect that dedication because I think there's a certain segment of players, like you talk about the LeBrons, the KDs, you know, the Kyries who have their own signature sneakers. And then you have someone like PJ who, like, even without his own signature line, even without being a superstar player, he's almost created his own brand in a way, which which I think is pretty remarkable.
4: Well, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. It's like, how confident of a player is he that you know, that he continues to do this. Cause imagine if you weren't great, you know, and you were you had an overflow of sneakers in your locker. Like you're setting yourself up for a lot of like, Oh, maybe you shouldn't worry about sneakers so much, but he could potentially, you know, he's a contributing player on a finals contender. You know what I mean? so, it's amazing they he continues to do it because it could easily backfire. But man, like PJ, again, just he's easily one of my favorites. I also wanted to mention how, you know, he made it. He also just like kind of makes up different sort of moments. You can break out a new sneaker because you know what I mean? Like a lot of people think like maybe two max. It's like one on the, to the arena and then one in game. PJ wears different pairs of sneakers in a game, but also, you know, on the way to the game. And he wore a pair of Nike Air Mags and anyone not familiar with Nike Air Mags, they're the back to the future self-auto lacing sneaker. Like, that's insane. He wore them casually on the way to a finals game. And again, which I think is just like showing how important of an event it is for an NBA player to make it to that point.
3: Yeah, you know, I love talking about sneakers and I know you do too. And like, I look at PJ though sometimes and I see some of the sneakers that he'll wear, like, even on court. Like, I remember when he was with the Raptors briefly when he came back and like he wore the Nike Red Octobers. Yeah. You know, the Yeezy Red Octobers to play in a playoff game. And like, it makes me think of too, like, when Michael pulled out the old Jordan ones, I yep. think that was a scene in the last dance, right? Like, in the his final game. Yeah, in the garden. And like he was complaining about just the tech of it and just how (laughs) uncomfortable it was. And I was just like, sometimes I look at PJ and I'm just like, damn, man. Like, do you ever wish you just like played in just, you know, a pair of like Kyries for 82 games (sighs) and you just didn't have to stress about it? But you know what? That's the love of the game for him, right?
4: He makes it fun for all in all ways, not just playing basketball. And yeah, I, I like that. It's just like he loves the culture of it all. And he's a good basketball player. I mean, how many corner threes do you got to hit to be able to keep doing that? You know what I mean? So <laughs> shout out PJ. Um, I also wanted to shout out um in this LeBron because LeBron, you know, I mean, LeBron, you we had mentioned LeBron and those family guy kicks, but he does this very interesting thing. And I'm still trying to figure it out where he has his main sneaker, but then he also has his soldier line. And the first time they mm. made they, he made the finals as a Cav he wore his soldier line and I didn't really know why, like, why wouldn't you wear your main sneaker? And he, you know, for as many times as he made the finals what nine, is it nine or 10? Why am I, I'm like the biggest LeBron fan. And, uh, but he's maybe split that in half of like wearing soldiers and the main line. And it's like, yeah, I mean, he's, and again, he's made his like secondary shoe in his collection as popular because he's won, I mean, he won the 2016 comeback from three to one in a pair of soldiers. And I remember that soldier pair, if you go on like Stock X, it's easily like at least 500, 600 bucks for a pair of LeBron soldiers, you know? That's crazy. It's like saying to someone, hey, uh, if you go on eBay right now, you're going to find like a Team Jordan that is, you know, over 400 bucks. You'd be like, "Uh, no one's buying that. But like,
3: (laughs) you know, who's buying that? Skip Bayless is buying that.
4: (laughs) And flexing in his his club (laughs) outfit. But, you know, I just think that's amazing, like that a player even at the caliber of like LeBron is thinking about that. Like, I'm going to make a soldier famous. Yeah,
3: but I I think like you talk about like how popular that is like on the resale market, like that goes back to I think everything we said about just the moment, right? Like like, he could have worn he could have worn anything. Yo, if this man wore Crocs and came back from 3-1, those Crocs would be going for like 10k (laughs) right now. Like you know, like it's just such a legendary moment. But listen, I think we, we could. Like, I feel like every time yeah. we come up on this topic, especially with sneakers, I'm just like, yo, we could talk about this forever. I think next time, you know, we've covered a lot of good finals, fashion topics. Next time, we're going to have a special guest join us and, and we're going to hand out some 2021-22 NBA season awards. Nice, Not your all defensive teams, you know, not your sixth man of the year. We're, we're going to come up with our own and we're going to have our whole ceremony. It's going to be really fun. So, appreciate you, CJ. And then thank you, everyone again to listening to running the break with CJ and Alex and, and I just want to give a quick shout out too to everybody helping us out behind the scenes you know including Pete, Grace, Kurt and everyone because like CJ like you know yeah. like I told like the whole like I told the whole team before we started recording like Honestly, we we do the easiest part of all of this.
4: Big time. You know, you see all the videos that, you, that we're talking about. This is an audio podcast, obviously, but like so many visual attached. So like they're helping you, you know, get the whole picture. So shout out to those guys big time.
3: Yeah. So appreciate everyone. Again, subscribe, rate and review Running the Break with CJ and Alex. Get the podcast wherever you listen to your pods and we'll talk to you soon.
4: Peace.